Exactly. <laughs> Mike, set the ready. Go. Me too. You did just get a new shirt, though. That's nice. I did. It was another D&D shirt. Yeah. Now I want one that says my class. This one says Bard, the master of song. I am the teller of tales and hero of taverns. Stories are more powerful than any weapon. Question is, do they have it in my size? That's always the question, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Would y'all want to take bets? Uh, no. I, I would rather not. But I would like to start this episode. Welcome back, guys. Hey. <sighs> so, What's you up? know, on our several week hiatus. Um, Again, yes. Yes. Um, I did come up with a topic this one time. Go for it, yeah. So my topic is, it's rather short. All right. But I figured it would spark an interesting conversation. Okay. I have a would you rather. Oh boy, here we that go. That me and Derek were talking about. <laughs> we were laying down in bed and he came up with it. We were just talking back and forth. Came up with this idea and it blew my fucking mind and I thought it'd be a great would you rather. Alright. So. Hairy eyeballs. Oh. Would you rather have the whole eye covered in hair or just the whites? Oh. <laughs> Can you still see even though there's hair on it? Yes, but it looks like solid, like there's no pupil. So no so you can't see where I'm looking. No, but I mean you can but see But you can still see. You can see it rotate cuz like there's different hair on each spot. So like Am I born with this or is this a random thing? You're the only person that develops in, in adulthood. I feel like it would be creepier if like only the white was covered. I know. Because then you'd see the pupil through the hair. How long were hair we talking? How we're talking groomable. Like you can you can brush it's like short dog Wouldn't hair. Wouldn't that just not work? Like that then? part. Wouldn't that just not work? No, then? because the slime of your eye makes it flat up against it. Okay. So we're talking like eyelash length. Okay, eyelash length I can deal with. All but right. it's but it's like it's very noticeable. Your eyes Obviously, are solid yeah. hair. I like that one. Is that the one you were telling me about the other yeah. day? Yeah. That shirt. Cute. It's a shirt that says fearless. It has all the colored Yoshis on it. It's like a pride thing. Yeah. I love it. Um. Okay, so... I would... Like, if I have to have hair in my eye either way, I'd rather just, I'd rather just get the whole eye. Because I can still see, right? I guess, yeah. If I can still see, if it doesn't affect my vision at all, then there's no point in having room for my pupils. Like, that'd be yeah, that, that's That's less you have to brush. Because it will get matted. However, if you don't have it on your pupils, you'll have to work around it instead. When yeah, you that, just brush all the way through. That's kind of like brushing on your forehead. On my five head, you mean? Well. It's more of a six. It's a five. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've got five. I can fit five fingers in there. You have massive hands. I think mine's a three. And don't I, you forget I have, it. <laughs> I have a very small forehead. I have a very large forehead, but it's mostly because I'm starting to bald. <laughs> I have a widow's peak. I reverse widow's peak, which means I'm balding. <laughs> um, I. What would you go with, Jordan? Oh. I want to know your reasoning and stuff, because I know mine. I think I think it'd be better to just have the whole eye covered, probably. Oh, would you have to wax it? So you could see? That would pro no oh god, imagine like, waxing and the whole eyeball just comes out because those shits aren't in there very yeah, hard. Yeah, or like shave. Like you have to shave your eyeball. I so hate. that way you can see. I don't think you'd be able to actually live with this condition. <laughs> like I don't think you would be able to keep your eyes. I would have removed my eyes by now. 
No, this is like something that you just develop. Yeah, exactly. I would fucking remove my eyes. Because that would be awful. And I feel like I get too annoyed with it trying to groom it and I just take them out. Or get a surgery to do so. I would totally blind mag myself it's in like, front it's, of an audience. It's the kind of thing where it's like, what would you do in a Saw game? I would immediately kill myself because I'm not dealing with this shit. I don't want to live enough to, for this bullshit. But it's not painful. Okay, that's different then. If it's not, it's not painful. It's just it's just hairy eyes that would you be have painful to, to wax. It, that though? you have to well, so, it's, waxing your eyeballs waxing would be the same as like waxing your the other. Okay, hair if that's how body. it would feel, then I it'd be fine, sure. But again, like the hair doesn't affect my eyes at all. Like unless I, it like if it's covering your pupil, then yes, you have to like shave it off. So you can see. No, no, I'm not even talking about sight. I'm like just talking like the feeling, because I hate the feeling of something getting in my eye. Period. Technically, Ooh. yes, you'd feel it because it's hair, and as you move your eye back and forth, you can feel those hair moving back and forth underneath. Yeah, your no, eyelid. I would remove my eyes. I feel like you get used. to I it I would shoot myself in the head. Yeah, first. after a while, yeah. you just get used to it. I think no. it's the getting used to it that would be a yeah. No. Like I. I've- but it's like, but it's like a, that, super. No, I, get you. I need but a reason like, to check out, anyways. <laughs> yeah, I know. Harry eyeballs, come on! I just thought that was a, a good conversation. <laughs> it is a conversation. Is one of the conversations oh, no, of all wait, time. Would definitely. laser hair removal work on it? Yeah, would it? I don't know. Cause don't see te- why not. Technically, you'd go blind. Oh my god! What if the hair was what was giving you the ability to see now? So if you got rid of it, you couldn't see, but it it would grow back, and so you could see when you got it. Odd. She purr. Oh, now she stopped. <laughs> now she started again. She purr. She purr so good. But yeah, no, I would eliminate myself. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, I think I'd part mine down the middle. Ooh. Like what style would you give her eye hair? Definitely a mullet. <laughs> a mullet! <laughs> Something from Dr. Seuss. I would spike mine with hair gel. Like, Dude, fucking... what? Uh, like eye, eyeball froze. Fro balls. Legit, yeah. <laughs> Fro balls? <laughs> Afros on my eyeballs. Fro balls just sounds like, you know, <laughs> a thing you do to your, your genitalia. <laughs> Technically. No, I would definitely have Cindy Lou Who's hairstyle on my Where eyeballs. Where are you, Christmas? <laughs> Where are I you? cannot find you. I have hair on my eyes. Okay. I haven't shaved them for about a week. Michael, do you have anything now? you would like to talk about at all? <laughs> you said you didn't have any time. I am consciously aware of what my eyeballs feel like right now. <laughs> I have, like, just, as I grow older, let's I. Just do a bunch of would you rather's. I have, as I grow older, I have an increasing amount of like more eye boogies. That yeah, I, I I've get, noticed that. No, as yeah, well. like to the point where like it, I hate it. Like it sucks, and like I'll wipe, I'll keep wiping them away because they'll keep coming. Weird question: Have y'all ever had one that like goes down into the duct? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like when you pull it out, you can feel it. it yes. Oh, it's the best feeling in the it, world. It is so weird. It's and like I love it's it. like one of those boogers that are like really deep in the nostril. Yes. So you, you like you you pick it with like a. a not a washcloth, a tissue or whatever. Yeah. And it's like the back of it's still stuck like up in your nostril, but you can feel it stretching as oh, you pull it. That's the best. I love <laughs> it's it. like an eye-rolling <laughs> sensation. It fucking tickles the brain. It, it becomes a Junji Ito manga, only in a positive way. It's like everything just goes full Junji Ito face. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
he does have uh there is a panel where a girl's eyes are on to the back of her head aren't isn't there i'm sure that, oh yeah definitely that's like a trope for anything though yeah. so that'd be fine <laughs> i just looked up a bunch of would you rather here we go would you rather have a vagina on your forehead yes <laughs> or have penises going up and down your back like a stegosaurus. That one. You know, that one. Are they wait, wait, do they get erect as well when I Probably. I'm like, but are they flaccid when not? Because like that would be, be so funny. That's like an X-Men. Like that's an X-Men. Like seeing it's like, it's like a uh, Like fucking imagine seeing a seeing, it reminds me of those lizards that are like Yeah, like <laughs> imagine seeing a hot person just turn you into a stegosaurus. Like Huh? Dilophosaurus? What's a Dilophosaurus? You want the frills on the side? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh does the vagina feel sensation? I don't know. It's just a question. Wait, hold on. Where is my brain located? Yeah, legit. If the vagina's like, on my head. Is it just a like a topical thing or is it <laughs> literal brain fuck? I'd be up for it. <laughs> <laughs> Michael is an extremely all the guys, horny person though, so like all the guys who have been like that I know have been like, Michael, if I was gay or you had a vagina, I'd do it. Yeah, I'd take the vagina on the forehead. I don't want to talk about these anymore. <laughs> it's not gay. It's a vagina. <laughs> every time you... P- would you rather every feels... time you poop, shards of glass come out nope. and make you bleed? The other one. Or <laughs> every time you pee, you have to wipe with shards of glass. I don't have to wipe when I pee, though, usually. And if like if I do, it's like a small wipe. I guess that's fair. I shouldn't yeah. be asking you all that question. Exactly! Jordan well, I very daintily use a piece of glass and just like dee, dee. exactly yeah the glass yeah. penis or the glass the glass wipe. <laughs> would Jordan, you would you Jordan. rather watch your parents have sex once a day for the rest of your life or join in once and make it stop? I refuse to answer this question. I don't want to. I don't want to do this anymore. Like because now like, I can think about root, it's like Michael's root, answer because both of his parents are like. One's a corpse and the other's disappeared. So do I want to watch my like skeleton mother just lay there and be like, uh, well. You don't know if he's alive or not still, right? Nah. No, no idea. Clue. Yeah, exactly. That's why I said he's disappeared. So it could be like two corpses and that's what I'm not, like, I want to change the subject. Zombies fucking. I want to change the subject now, please. Well, would it just be like two skeletons being bashed <laughs> against each other? I don't know. There are no uglies to bump. Oh. Would you rather wake up and find all your teeth have been replaced with pubic hairs or have all your pubic hairs replaced with millions of tiny teeth? Millions of tiny teeth. Oh, you'd have to like brush them. And like if you had long nails. I know, but like you'd have to like get in between and like floss. I would really like to change the subject, guys. (laughs) Michael. Brandon. Do you have a topic you'd want to talk about? Like I don't. Yeah. So, anyways, I was brushing my pubic teeth. God damn it! <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> Would you rather eat ten pounds of poop that tastes like chocolate, Jordan, or, or eat twenty pounds of chocolate that tastes like poop? All right. Well, now we have officially lost everybody who <laughs> did start this episode. <laughs> Come on, it's funny. It's just a question. It's. it's f- <laughs> I'm not doing this. Come on. <laughs> Would you rather? Oh, so, uh. Mel Brooks, this is a week old or two weeks old by the time you hear this. Uh-huh. Mel Brooks introduced <laughs> the trailer for History of the World Part 2, and it's been like 40 years since History of the World Part 1. Is it a so, movie? 
Uh, it's a... going to be a four-day event on Hulu, is what oh, the thing gotcha, said. Gotcha, gotcha, so okay. I don't know what the fuck that means. Okay. <laughs> but I am excited because mm-hmm. I love Mel Brooks. <laughs> like He, he did... told me that earlier, and yeah. I was like, is that the guy from Brooks and Dunn? And I don't know who that fucking <laughs> is. Jordan, what are you giggling over there? About <laughs> Would you one? rather... God damn it. <laughs> you asked. Drink a full glass of expired chunky milk. Oh. I need to know what the other one is now. Ah, it's not even funny. <laughs> or an entire bowl of moldy strawberries. Of what? Moldy, moldy st- strawberries. I'll take the strawberries. Mold is mold is used in penicillin. I'm sure I could find find some. I don't know some. why. <laughs> the chunky milk is Okay? For some reason, the way your faces are laughing right now reminds me of Kathy and Jamie. I don't know who that is. Uh, Mary from Hocus Pocus. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like it's not an insult. I promise you. I love <laughs> Kathy and Jamie. She is wonderful. <laughs> Jordan. Jordan is actually crying. Jordan's crying. There are tears coming down her face. She hasn't been this way since like that one Junji Ito episode. <laughs> she hasn't been this way since we almost made her pee. Yeah, that. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think that was the episode <laughs> I'm talking about. Um. Anyway, would you rather quick. have to dive into a pool of snot once a day? Um. Or. Sounds very moisturizing. Always, always have to shower in your own pee. I'll take the snot. You know what? Snot is actually, like, apparently really beneficial for your teeth. Ew. <laughs> Brandon, I can stop it right now. <laughs> hey, Jordan, guess what? What? Would you rather oh, no. keep you... reading these or stop and I won't take care of the ingrown toenail on my left foot? You promised your therapist you wouldn't do that, Michael. She must be stopped. Would you rather drink a Jordan. pint of your worst enemy's pee while locking, looking them in the eye or eat a bowl of your own poop while everyone you've ever dated watches? I'll drink the piss while looking in my enemy's eye yeah, just because that. that is such a power move. It's pretty, it's a pretty power move, yeah. Well, drinking their piss, though? And looking them in the eyes to be like, so I've been, uh, so um, in other news, I, uh, I have started... But guys, would you on... rather have a vagina on your forehead? You already or... said this one. <laughs> I know. On forehead, yes. So we'd rather have vaginas on our forehead. No, I want the Stegosaurus dick back. <laughs> you, you you've had, had a... Stegosaurus dick before? No. <laughs> <laughs> he wants it back. I want it back. It was so good. <laughs> no, Dude, so... imagine the freaking pornos you could get. Like I started coming you'd up. You'd make with... so much money. I started coming up with an idea for a board game, of, like an original one of my own. My face is wet. Um, I also have, um, I haven't heard back from them, but I did get like an email. I did get an email from Doomlings. Yes. I am so happy and proud of you. Um, and they asked if I wanted to like receive a copy of and do a video on like a new, one of the new expansions or like new versions of their game. And I said, yes. And I got them my address and they haven't gotten back to me yet, but I am very excited. And that is really cool. Um, other board game things is that, uh, for Christmas, I got Disney Villainous, and because now I have both Villainouses, I am now working on getting all the expansion packs for Villainous. I got both of the Marvel ones ordered, and I got two of the Disney ones ordered. I got the uh, the Pixar one with Syndrome, Madame Mim, and Lotso. And then, what? What is Michael showing her a, a 
photo and then pointing at me. Are you guys making fun of me? No. Again? No. I would never. Okay. Or this one. Oh my god. Mm, that one. That one's okay. better. What is it? That's the thing. Oh, okay. Um, also, over the holidays, over the holidays, me, Michael, and Dolly went to go see Violent Night no. together. You want to talk about that? Yes, Violent Night was fucking wonderful. It was like the best. Yeah, uh, I love my favorite part was when John Leguizamo looked at the camera and went, "Violent Night." No, uh, the best part is when he goes, "Christmas dies tonight." Yeah, it was like a reference to the new fucking Halloween movies. It was wonderful. It, it was. The entire movie was just stupid fun. Would you rather have I a kid it. smear poop on your mouth or swallow a blood clot while eating someone out? I am going to <laughs> introduce today's episode um, because we're not getting off of the subject, apparently. <laughs> so today we have The Tale of the Whispering Walls, which, fun fact, uh, on my DVD, they have these flip-flopped. Um, I am going with, like, you know, what we already started with. So this next one is The Tale of the Whispering Walls. It aired in on August 14th, 1993, and it was written by Allison Leigh uh, Benjamin, B-I-N-G-E-M-A-N. Benjamin or Benjamin? What would y'all think? What is it? B-I-N-G-E-M-A-N. Sounds like Benjamin. Benjamin? Benjamin. 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 Bingy man. Bingy man. <laughs> and then directed by DJ McHale. I've never seen this one, uh, but uh, we already saw the intro for it, and... Uh, it was acid, and I swear... It was an accident, yeah. Um, but they had a mask that looked like Grim Fandango, so yeah. Um, so, would you guys rather start this episode or start this episode but get donuts in, like beforehand? Donuts. Because Dahlia just brought us home some donuts. And let's see if she needs any more help with the groceries real quick. But but yeah, we'll be right back, guys. No, I think she's done with the groceries. Yeah, she's definitely done. Oh, no. Okay. I feel so bad. <laughs> you should. Uh, you probably don't shame him. All right, we're, we're right back, guys. I know this was a like an early blame the er, like the the small intro on Jordan. Hey, we're gonna say I'm funny as fuck. Yeah, that's it. That's the deal. And we're back. Um, we. We've been talking about we were talking about this on the break. Um, season two really just hasn't been bringing it, oh, like at all. No, no. Like, like it feels like most of them has like if it was a thing of hit or miss, they'd be kind of a miss. And this episode specifically to me did not hit at all. None of it fit right. Like it didn't. I didn't understand what the fuck was going on. It seemed like they were trying to. Uh, it seemed like they were trying to. Let's. Let's start the story. First, we have, um, let's see, which one is it? It is... Betty Ann? No. No, no, no. Um, Date, but that's not true. It's saying that David says it. Hmm. But it's a girl telling the story. No, 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 okay, no, 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 yeah, it's... Um, it is Betty Ann who's telling the story, okay. yeah, but David right. does at the beginning, they're all walking together, and David mentions it's a full moon as well as the day of a leap year, so it's like a double whammy. Yes. And they get there, and Betty Ann has this, like... Grim Fandango mask? Kind of like a, yeah, like Grim Fandango mask, and she has, like, a, like, a cloak on, and she turns to look at the, look at them, and fucking, um, Kristen... 
is like, all right, I'm out of here. And they stop her. Uh, Bane takes the mask off. And she's... She starts her story, basically. Like, I don't know. What, there's a little bit of banter about it being, you know, full moon. I, I just want to point out, the mask has nothing to do with the story at all. Not at all. It, it feels like this opening segment was filmed for a different episode. But then they scrapped that episode and mm-hmm. then decided to just put it in front, like wrap it around for a different story. Yeah. Um, like, unless oh, I'm missing right. some context. That's right. She does say that the mask is the only thing that'll keep them safe on this day. But again, <clears throat> excuse me, Jesus. There were no masks in the, in the episode story, whatsoever. No. no, in the actual story itself had nothing to do with what was going on in the, around mm-hmm. the fire. Whatsoever. Like, Not at all. Um. No, it felt like that it felt like we were about to watch an episode that was like a Day of the Dead type deal. Yeah. And instead, we get Tale of the Whispering Walls, where, um, shit, what's her name? We have Louise, yeah. Louise is the babysitter for Claire and Andrew Dickens, um, two siblings, who, like, to their credit, actually look like siblings, Mm -hmm. like Michael pointed out. Um... And this is the second story in the row where we have had a babysitter who's going on some kind of long-ish trip, it seems like, with the people she's babysitting. Yeah. Which I don't know how often that happens, but I didn't think it was supposed to be, like, a thing. I don't think it is. But, like, they're... I don't know what the fuck they're doing or where they're trying to go. They said they were going to get banana splits. Oh, okay. Maybe they're going to, like, the mall or something. But at that point... Yeah, but they also got lost. Yeah, they got lost. And they go to this one sign, and Louise is like, oh, I thought Highway 9 was supposed to be the other way, but this sign... It's a big wooden sign that has Highway 9, this to the left, spray-painted on it. But as soon as they pass it... It's not even, like, spray-painted. It's, like, marker. (laughs) Yeah, it's... Well, it's there in the thumbnail. It's... 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 It's spray-paint. Yeah. Um, fucking... But the moment they drive by, it, like flings down, like, falls down, and, like, it reveals that Highway 9 is the other way. They're like, isn't the sign supposed to be blue? Now, look, how do you not take a state-issued sign and recognize it I don't take when any, it's fake? I don't take any sign that's made out of wood and spray paint. I just don't. No. That's a trap. <laughs> it's always it's a, a trap. That's a sad that's trap. That's how you get wrong-turned. That's how you get wrong-turned! <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um. So they go, and they stop at this place, which this didn't make sense to me either. It's called, it was like an office thing. It looked like it was an abandoned restaurant, kind of. Like yeah, it was a roadside tavern West, called the Whisper like a, Inn. Yeah, the Whisper Inn, like a roadside tavern thing, but it didn't look like that. But you go in, there's this dude who's dressed up as if he's in the Black Parade music video. And I mean that very literally. Um, like eyeliner and all. Yeah. Uh, no, the outfit, if anything, looks yeah. so much like My Chemical Romance. It's insane. In fact, I'd be very surprised if they didn't see this episode and go, that's what we need. <laughs> like, that's that outfit we need. Like, but it's... I don't know what they call him at first, but his name is Master Raymond. Um, it's just not Master Bateman. Master Bateman. <laughs> um, uh, I think they called him a creep. Yeah, they definitely call him a creepy. He, he fucking is. He like he's he's yeah. creepy. But he teleports. He teleports, yeah. And no, he's there and I don't even know what he says. It's like Shut that door. Shut that I hate the draft. Shut that door. I hate the draft, yeah. Yeah. Um but how does he get them to go to the actual building? Are they asking he for direction? They just go. 
The way they, the, what was the point of them going in there and meeting him? Hold on, wait. I'm looking at this. Uh, I think they were hoping to use a phone or get directions from him. But then, like, he creeps them out, and they're like, you know, deuces. Fucking... Uh, oh, it, it, I think they're coming home, like, the road trip, they're coming home from, like, an amusement park, because they mentioned the Zebo the Clown. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Zebo the Clown attraction. Yeah, which is uh, Laughing in the Dark, you know, yeah. the, the second episode, the first season. Um, Better times. Driving away, puzzled. Uh, Anyways. No, nowhere as tavern. They fuck off from the tavern and creeps a lot. And they find this big, big abandoned house where they think somebody might be living. Their car stops in front of it, like, stops working, I mean. And Louisa is like, oh, you know, I'm going to go up and see if anybody's okay. home. Hold on. Uh, I'll, I'll let you get back to that, but I just read it, and it, it... No wonder I didn't fucking remember. It makes no sense. They show up, say they're lost, and he goes, actually, you're right on time. And is like, you could take this shortcut, and it turns out it just takes them to the house. Okay. That's how they get there. So, okay, that answered my question. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, Louisa goes up, knocks on the door. Like, doesn't even knock on the door. The door just kind of opens for her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, you know, well, it's not breaking in. and entering. So we're, we're going to go inside. And we cut back to the kids waiting in the car. And they're like, she should have been back by now. So the girl makes the decision to go up to the house. And the boy has to follow because, you know. He's scared to be by himself. Yeah. He races up and is like, I got here first. Ha ha. And she's like, you're such a wiener. First people have to knock. He's like, no. Loser has to knock. And she's like, bet. She don't give a shit. She was going to go out there anyways and knock. Mm-hmm. Don't ask kid. She knocks on the door, waits five seconds, knocks on it again. Who gets the door in five seconds after a knock? Uh, I know I don't. Yeah. I have to fight with a cat. I barely answer the door. If I don't know somebody's <laughs> supposed to be there. If it's not delivery, it's, it's de no no. If it's not delivery, it's denied. <laughs> like <laughs> But um they go in because the door opens and they're like, ooh, look at this. And then they f- go upstairs, find a room with birthday cake in it, I think. Yeah, it's like a big fucking birthday cake. There's streamers on the wall. There's yeah. little like there's ice cream. There's little banana splits around yeah. the ta- around mm-hmm. the cake. There's jelly beans on the cake. It looked like it's it was we- weird. It's weird. Like, yeah, we're gonna have some of the food. They're and- like, it's a party. It's yeah. a party. First of all, I don't eat anything in a band in like creepy abandoned buildings that isn't explicitly told to me I should be. And like, this. why is it upstairs in like a? Like a bedroom by itself. Like just have just have some pre- self preservation is all I ask. Like legit. <laughs> ah. But anyways, uh, I does she knock it out of his hand? She goes to take a bite with a spoon and it knocks it out of his hand. Yeah. Okay. And then it falls on the floor. It starts smoking like it's fucking acid or some shit. And then Sir Creeps a lot appears in it laughing because. That's how he'd do. It's and Brandon is convinced that this role was Tim Curry. No, yeah. You couldn't, you cannot, conv- I, like, I know who the actor is. Like, I looked it up, and you can't convince me still that that's just not a really young Tim Curry. Because it looked almost exactly like him. It he did not. Re- In the 90s, Tim Curry was not really young. Well. He had reached uh, upper middle age maybe at he that time- point. He probably time traveled, like, is all I'm saying. That is within his powers. Yeah. If you can teleport, you can time travel. And I fully <laughs> believe that Tim Curry has teleporting time travel abilities. I do not doubt it. He has mastered the time warp. He's mastered space. So, like, what else can you do? Fish. So, what else can you do? 
<laughs> have you not seen that clip? Fire. Have you seen that clip? No, I have. It was just okay. the face you made when you did it. Fire. <laughs> you have to roll your eyes on the back of the head. But um, I love Tim Curry. Yeah, he's wonderful. I fucking love him. Uh, I think he's doing Galaxy Con online again this year. Oh, so nice. So you can pay like $200 to talk uh, to him for 30 seconds. Uh, which I would do. I if would I had not. the money, I would do it. Oh, yeah. If money wasn't an, like, if money wasn't an issue, I'd do a lot of shit. But like... I, I just don't ever have a spare $200 to spend on 30 seconds with one of my favorite people ever. Uh, we're off topic. I'm sorry. Uh, they go running downstairs because they're freaked out by... Uh, Master Creeps a lot Floor face <laughs> Master Creeps a lot floor face They go running back to the tavern Wait did we say that his face appeared in the floor? Yes yeah. Okay They go running back to the tavern And they're like Please we need help And there's a bunch of people in old clothing And they just freeze and look at them Like there's a couple dancing with slick back hair And old timey dress There's a dude at, getting something from a punch bowl at the bar There's mm-hmm. this old lady who's like there's someone you else. look just like Maggie. You look just like my, my my little Jane. Jane. I was gonna say Rose for some reason. No, her name was Violet. You were yeah. close. It is a flower. Yeah. Old lady's name is Violet. And uh they start expositing, like, you know, oh, that's Master Creeps a lot's house. Master Raymond. Master Creeps a lot, floor face's house. Yeah. Uh don't worry, your babysitter will be safe when the sun goes down. <laughs> Which, like, sounds way more sexual than it really should. Yeah. And Lady Violet is like, that's not true at all. She will not be safe. Yeah. You lying press, sack of shit. Press X to doubt, actually. <laughs> so, uh, the kids get freaked out again after they're offered some brushes by uh, the door-to-door salesman. Yeah, the dude who had the who was getting the punch. So, they leave again. They're like, uh, did you see if they had a phone? Shit, we forgot. They go running back inside, and it's empty again. They're gone, yeah. Everything's put up, like when they first found it with Sir Creeps-a-Lot McFloorface. Master Raymond, yes. It, Master everybody loves Raymond! Master Bateman. Raymond. Raymond, why are you stealing people on the full moon leap year day? Raymond. Raymond, don't. I'm gonna tell mom on you. Raymond. <laughs> Michael's losing his mind right now. I am fine. <laughs> you look so you look like you're in so much pain. I am perfectly fine. Rude. I have no idea what you're talking about. Anyways, they run back to the house. Somebody take over. I'm talking a lot again. My apologies, everyone. I just put a word in my mouth, so I feel like I have like Bell's palsy. Excuses, excuses. <laughs> Half- Half my mouth is completely numb. And oh, God. It feels like it's drool, like I'm drooling and dripping. Oh, no. You planned this. You didn't speak at all last episode either. I'm sorry. You're my good. mouth really hurts. All right, it's a conspiracy. So, so, they go back to, so they go back to the house, and they're looking through it, and fucking little brother's being a little bitch. Andrew, he's being a little bitch. Because uh, he's like, you go first. You go first. And like, so she goes up, and they go... They go looking around, and they start hearing Luis's voice, like, kind of calling out to help them or whatever. And they find, like, her face, like, a projection of her face, like, above the fireplace, I think? Yes. And they're talking to her, and she's like, I'm upstairs. 
I can't remember if Raymond shows up right then or not. No, I think, no, are you sure? I don't believe so. I thought he did. I thought he showed up. I like, thought he did. Yeah, I thought his, I think his face showed up and like laughs at them or what the fuck ever. Yes, it does. I'm looking okay. at it right now. Yeah, he he does laugh at them. He does laugh at them indeed. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, title yeah. is now Master Raymond appears laughing. <laughs> so anyway, um, so they run upstairs and they find this room and Louise is in it in a rocking chair. It looks like a baby's room. And she's well, you gotta, well, the little boy runs downstairs and the girl's upstairs by herself. Oh, not yet. Not yet, not yet. Um, so, but the, she has like this bundle. They, remember they oh, both find yeah, her in the yeah, baby's yeah. room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Louise has this bundle and she's like, no, I'm completely fine. I'm not hurt at all. And they look down and she's wearing a ring that I guess Master Raymond hasn't wear. I didn't notice he was wearing this ring the whole time, and but I guess it was a, I guess it was a giveaway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, he was wearing it the first time we saw him. Oh, all right, like, all right. They zoomed in on it for like two seconds. But anyway, so then they start to back away and they freak out. And Louise, in Raymond's voice, laughs and throws the bundle at her, which we then find has a snake in it, <laughs> like a big snake in it. And so couple snakes. There's couple snakes. There's so she tosses the snakes, snakes away, runs down the hallway. Boy runs down and fucking like is a, trying to open the door. Meanwhile, she's like backing out like through the room. Like she backs up to a wall and then. Uh, Violet, the one old lady, she appears in like a picture frame that's just put up against the wall, and she's like, "You remind me so much of my Jane." And um, uh, well, beforehand, all the other patrons of the tavern were appearing in. They were. The they were appearing like just out of view of theirs. Yeah. And uh, Claire fucking runs, and she runs into this um, this like statue type thing like in the wall like it's a plaque almost not really a plaque but it's like a fa- it's like a concrete face in a wall with two I think it's called a relief concrete arms holding candles that like are burnt down wax and fucking Luis's face it's Luis's face and she starts talking he's like help me I'm behind the wall or something and so um Claire gets up pulls down the arms one of them goes down it takes her behind the wall um the one dude the the boy downstairs he he finally gives up the door turns around and then it opens and he yells up hey the door's open and it shuts on its own right as he says that and he opens it back up and after opening and closing it a couple different times he goes he doesn't like drafts and he takes out this little fucking pocket fan he has and he's like i have an idea and like takes it upstairs and finds Claire and Louise behind the wall because Louise is like in this chair in like a trance or whatever, and they go, he goes in there because Claire is like I'm behind here, pull down the arm and gets him in there, and they look back and but sitting standing behind Louise is Master Raymond, and he kind of leads the the um tran what the fuck is the name a tran trance state Louise away. <laughs> Like not a way hypnotized, hypnotized, bewitched, bewitched, entranced, entranced. That's what I was looking for. Entranced, Louisa, like to the other side of the room. And Den, fuck, is his name Dennis? I think his name is Dennis, right? What have I, what have I been calling him? I need to leave it on that. Uh, the boy, <laughs> Andrew. The fuck? <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about uh, Master Creeps a lot, Raymond. I know who that is. Um, no, no. So fucking Andrew. He sees a pot. And then all the wind there's windows in the room, but they're like covered over in like black paint. And all of a sudden, Andrew goes, f- or does Ray- Raymond takes away his little pocket van, right? Yes. 
No, no, not yet. That's downstairs. Anyways, fucking Andrew takes the pot, smashes a window. Breeze comes in. Raymond disappears in like... No, no, not yet. He disappears. And so they go back through the wall with Louise. They go downstairs. Um, door shuts and Raymond comes out of the door and fucking he's... He, then he takes away Andrew's pocket fan. He's like, you won't get me with this again. And then he puts Claire in a trance and leads them towards the steps and he's fucking... He's being creepy. He's like, we're gonna be them forever! Like, whatever. One of those fucking trope things that, that the villains do. But then here comes Violet, the old lady, out of the wall and like... I'm sorry, yes, this, e this episode is just kind of... Dumb? It's kind of dumb, yeah. But Violet comes out of the wall, and Raymond's like, No, 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 Violet! Violet, don't do it! Don't do it, Violet! And she's like, You look so much like my Jane! And she opens the door, and there's actually a really good effect of Raymond disappearing into a cloud of smoke. Like it go like it's the sm cool. the smoke is like his outline and then it just fades away. That's actually really good. I, I appreciate but that. I also love that if you're watching the shadow behind him, it never like smokes or dissipates. Yeah, it's still just his solid shadow. Is he, it? Yeah, I didn't notice. I was more focused on the the smoke itself. I have to absorb everything. That's fair. Um, no, so they run, they start up the car, it starts now, because it didn't, it wasn't starting before when they came to the house first, and they drive away, and then, like, I don't know if it cut, but almost immediately another car pulls right up to the thing, and fucking Rick Astley gets out of the car, not actual Rick Astley, but it looks just like him, and he gets out, here, he, uh, he looks up at the thing, he looks at the map he has, and it pans up to the house, and we're back at the fireplace, and then they're like, alright, well, it's time to go. You leave first. No, you leave first. You leave first. Fade out to credits. Yeah. Uh, There's a couple things I liked in this one. That's about it. Like, I like the smoke effect. We already said that. And I really like the practical effect of mm -hmm. their faces in the relief. Yes, that was good. That, that was, was really good. good. I can appreciate that. Like, I can even forgive that you see the uh, wood surrounding Raymond's face when he moves it. Because, yeah. like, you know, the quote-unquote concrete or uh, stone on either Marble side or whatever, moves yeah. with it. Like, that's fine. Uh, I liked Raymond's outfit. Oh, yeah, the costuming was mm -hmm. fine. Like, the old-timey outfits were nice. I can't help but wish that it had been Tim Curry. Yeah, legit. Because of you, Brandon. Yeah. I, how dare you? <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> it could have been so much better. With Tim Curry's overacting, this episode would have been great. It would have been wonderful, Just yeah. Just like, <laughs> No. Violet, no. Don't do it, Violet. <laughs> and then Violet. No! <laughs> oh, man. This episode is meh. You know, like, the thing that pisses me off most is, like, there's no real payoff for the episode. There's no payoff to the wraparound segment. Yeah, there's no payoff, and everything feels very clunky and out of place. Yeah, this one just kind of felt like it was thrown together. Like, you'd think the Whisper Inn or whatever would be the actual building they come to, but no, it was like some tavern other place mm -hmm. that he just uses to get people to the house. And I just... I don't feel good feelings when I watch this one. It feels very much like, all right, I guess we're here now. It's like a fake filler. Yeah, it's it feels very filler-y. This is nothing but empty carbs. Yeah, that's a good way empty to explain calories. it. Because, like, the thing is, like, when I actually think about it, 
Um, there's not too many, like, big wrongs it did, like, with the settings and different things. I think the house was kind of cool looking. Um, I think it had a decent idea, but I also feel like it tried way too hard to fit, like, to make something out of full moon on a leap year day. Yeah. I feel like the writers were like, ooh, that sounds like something cool. Let's do that. And then they just threw this together. Yeah, like, what's up with the mask at the beginning? It had nothing it to made... do with it. Had nothing to do with it. Yeah, Absolutely that's what nothing. we were talking about. Because even at the end, she puts the mask back on. Yeah, as if it had something to do with the whole story. Mm-hmm. Makes no sense. And it's just another thing that just makes it feel disjointed. Like, the intro, the outro, with, like, her cloak and mask or whatever, had nothing to do with the story, and the story felt like it had nothing to do with itself. The road trip felt... The road trip felt like a means to an end. Like, a means to an end. Like, it didn't... It makes no sense that it happened. You know? Um, It makes no sense that there's this fucking tavern randomly. It makes no sense that we had to have a tavern to get to a house. The house feels disjointed from the rest of the episode. Yeah. Like, it feels like its own separate entity. And I just don't... The thing is, like, I didn't hate this. I'd watch this again, but, like... I would not. No, I don't... I wouldn't blame you for not wanting to. Uh, more thoughts. What do you guys think? I've, I've, I've given my thoughts. It's probably my least favorite episode so far. Really? So far? And it's, that's the thing. It is, makes like, no sense. When we, like, when we were thinking about it, we were looking at the episode ranking list, and, like, season two episodes have, like, really taken a turn... Like, a downturn. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't like know exactly what you mean. Like it's it's just it's odd and it's odd, you know. Let's see because Frozen Ghost before this we didn't care for. Dark Dragon was low on our list. Um, the Dream Machine actually the Dream Machine got up actually pretty high. Um, let's see, we had. 13th floor was this one that was the alien one like like there are some okay ones in here but there that's it like it seems like this season so far hasn't gotten better than just okay you know yeah michael anything oh wait yeah your mic's all the way over there anything else you'd like to say about this episode uh the acting wasn't terrible. No, the acting was fine. You know, I do appreciate like you said earlier um or at least during the episode I might have like said it for you earlier but the siblings look like siblings they did really good casting for it um yeah like really the only thing working against this episode is how disjointed everything feels oh yeah i feel like they could have made something like they had a bunch of things for it it just didn't fit together because like the costuming was great the casting was great the acting was great uh some of the set design was great mm-hmm it just didn't fit. Like, yeah. the story wasn't there. Or maybe, like, part of the story was there, but it felt like getting to the meat of the story, they were just kind of like, we don't know how to get, we don't know how to get them to this place, so just throw something in there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, numb mouth, what about you? Any other thoughts you want to talk about? I said, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, that is an entire I'd, thought. Yeah. yeah, I agreed. All right. Well, are we ready for some trivia then? Yep. 
I feel like we're just, I feel like we're disappointing Spongy every episode now because he'll be like, wait, I actually kind of like this one though. Like, and every episode we're like, it was okay or it was either bad or okay. No, this one was just, eh. Spongy, if you disagree with us on these, I'm sorry, when you disagree with us on these. Always have. Please argue with us. <laughs> point is, out why we are wrong. He does. I need opinions. I don't th- thing is like I don't think he uh he doesn't point out that we're wrong or anything. It's cuz like with these it's more an opinion thing anyway. It's not exactly a wrong or right situation, but he does. Like he gives his full explanation of why he likes things and shit. I never get like notifications for any of them. Um he gave one on Krampus as well. Ooh. Uh, what do you say on Krampus? On Krampus, um, I watched the movie for the first time, and this it for this, and it was dot 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 good. I don't think it's quite f- quite fun or goofy enough, and does take a bit to really get going. It's more on the fine side, but as it goes on, there's solid suspense, some fun, and some heart with the kid. The ending works better. Huh? Very good. The ending like works that. better for me. It it just means Krampus is watching them as. Uh, the other interpretation is a bit too cruel for the sake of it. I was a bit mixed, but in the end, I'd call it good. Not a favorite, but I liked it. So, see, he do- he gives, like, two tweet, like... Um, I love it. Like, th- like, things on... He does that on pretty much every one of our episodes. I really appreciate it, because I like seeing... You need to fix it to where I get dinged on it. You gotta... you. I can't do that for you. You gotta go to it and, like... Is there a bell icon? I think there might be a bell icon you can go and hit. Okay. Yeah, okay, so like when you go to the profile, it'll be right next to following you. Hit that bell icon, gotcha. it should give you notifications. Do I even follow our own podcast? Do you even follow our own your oh, own podcast? Check. Do I even follow our own podcast? <laughs> Do I even podcast our own follow? Number 17, Burger King foot lettuce. Okay, so I was wrong before. He does tell us we're wrong. <laughs> ha! On Tale of the Dark Dragon, he says, first of all, quote, Jesus, these are expensive dildos. <laughs> Because I guess that's what we were talking about. So he said, well, first off, you're all wrong. This one is good. It's pretty cliche and cheesy, but over time, that makes it charming with how far they go with it. The deeper stuff is done in a corny way, but effective, mostly with the bits at the end. Like, a th- like three tweet, like, no, like a four or five tweet thing explaining why we're wrong and why he liked it. So, like, yeah, Spongy gives, like, a lot of reasons <laughs> I love for him. stuff. I love him so much. He's awesome. Uh no so yeah. What's our podcast name? Kind of creepy. What's our podcast name? Yeah, I follow us. Okay. Uh, are, are you checking too, it's... Jordan? Well, I had to update my email. Oh, okay. I haven't, I haven't been on here in forever. That's fair. That's fair. Host Twitters. Why would you share my Twitter? Uh oh, I here it is. Yeah. Play the no, sound. Yeah. Oh, that's what you do. I love that they shared that. Anyway. <laughs> so, but what we were saying is like, yeah, so I do feel, I feel like we're disappointing Spongy sometimes because like, I don't, and I don't know what it is because I don't come in here with the intention of being a Debbie Downer on these. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think any of us do. Like, I want them to be good and like... I guess it's maybe because I don't have as much nostalgia for this one as I did for Goosebumps because, like, you know, there was a lot of Goosebumps ones I liked. But then again, I gave a lot of criticisms on that one, on that show, too. So, um, and we have had good episodes, but it just seems like season two has been okay and under episodes. Mm-hmm. 
at least in our in our collective opinion. But again, it's just an opinion. I'm glad. I'm happy that Spongy and anyone else who has been liking these episodes has been liking them. Like that. That's awesome. I love that you're able to find joy <laughs> in anything. Honestly, but Spongy, uh, if at any time you feel the need to rip us a new one, just remember I gladly welcome it. Michael, calm. <laughs> Michael, calm down. In a completely non-erotic way. <laughs> the fuck, Brandon? Sorry. You saying that made me feel like I need to clarify that. <laughs> you said it in that way. You were like, I completely invite it. <laughs> like, maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just like, maybe it's just me. Anyway, so are we ready for, um... <laughs> We ready for trivia, guys? Yeah. Thank you, Numbmouth. This is the second time that Zebo was mentioned after Tale of Laughing in the Dark. Uh, the first time Zebo was mentioned again was in the Tale of the Lonely Ghost. Mm-hmm. Zebo was briefly mentioned again for a third time in the Tale of the Crimson Clown, which you haven't gotten to yet. Mm-hmm. Una Kay, who portrayed Violet, the old elegant lady, would reappear years later as Mrs. Fitzgerald in the series revivals episode The Tale of Oblivion. Um, this is one of 21 episodes where the Midnight Society didn't leave and douse the fire with the water bucket. They were trying to figure out who should leave first. Uh, the jukebox in the tavern plays the theme song of the show. Yes. Which we noticed, yes. And then finally, according to DJ McHale, some of his, the inspirations for the upstairs corridor came from Beauty and the Beast. What? Cocteau? Is Cocteau like, hold on, wait. Uh, Cocteau? Like, would you rather <laughs> have cock toes or, or toe cock? T A U. Oh, wait, it's like C O C T A U. Wait. Couture. Jean Coteau, maybe? The French poet? Uh, movies. No. I don't know. Hold on, wait. Coteau. Beauty and the Beast. Yes, okay, the 1946 film by Jean Cocteau. C-O-C-T-E-A-U. So, like this. This is the movie. Hmm. I don't... I, I'm looking... Is he more fish? No, it looks like he's got a hairy face. Okay. Actually, he looks like the lion from uh, Wizard of Oz. Oh. Um... Okay, sure. I guess I can't see it, but sure. Again, I, I maybe maybe you had to be there. The upstairs corridor is what was inspired by that. I guess so. Anyway, that's all for trivia. Are we ready to get to the situational scares, my guys? Sure. Let's do it. Are you confused? I'm confused. I haven't even had my drink yet. I don't know. I haven't been able to pay attention because my mouth hurts so bad. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, what was the last thing you remember? Um, watching the episode? Pain. No. So watching the episode, yeah, pain. No, no. I don't know. You don't know what you remember last? Girl, are you driving home tonight? Yeah. Are you going to be okay? Yeah, my mouth sure. just hurts really bad. All right. Well, 
Wait uh, for my drugs to kick in. Well, we do drugs. a five-point situational scare, so uh, one being the lowest, and they are one at the lowest is laughing at the dark, two is hold your midnight dust, three is midway at put on your super specs, four is the ghastliest grin, and five is the top tier at Midnight Society approved. These are based off of if we were the main characters in this situation, how scary would this be? Um... And to be honest, if I was a main character in this situation, one of these kids, like, the only, like, authority figure, like, that I trust is just missing and, like, you know, under a spell or something in this house in the middle of nowhere, I'm going to give this a four, actually, in situational scares. This is actually kind of freaky to me, like, the idea of being in the middle of nowhere and helpless. Yeah. And stuck. Uh, Michael? Let's say you. Two. I kind of figured. Why is that? I have been handed a golden opportunity to drive. <laughs> okay. As a child? Okay. Yeah, you know what? All right. Um, Jordan? Brent, I just want to point out, my mother did leave me in Florence at one point. Okay. That, like, I understand more. <laughs> I don't appreciate it, but I understand. <laughs> Jordan, what's your rating on this one on Scare Meter? Um... I'll meet in the middle and say three. A three? Any specific reason? Um, Brandon, don't make me talk. <laughs> it's painful. No, it's fine. Um, it's fine. It's not bad, honestly. My mouth. It's oh. just... <laughs> I thought you were talking about the episode for a moment. No, the episode fucking sucked. <laughs> the episode sucked, <laughs> but... Um, it's really not that scary, though. Like, yeah... That person is missing, mm-hmm. but the guy was pretty easy to defeat, you know. He's mostly just talk. Michael said during the episode, just blow on him. <gasps> Fucking right? You don't need a fang. You don't need to open the door. If he doesn't like when, just... What kind of ghost is allergic to drafts? The fuck? Right? Like, that's, that's such an odd... Again, it felt like they had no way of... No other way of figuring out how to defeat this guy. Um, so, sure, drafts, why not? What? In a rickety old house, you're telling me- He must have made of farts. He has sealed this fucking house so well, (laughs) and yet not kept up with any, uh, anything else? (laughs) Go fuck yourself. The home is hermetically sealed. Just, no. No. He's a fart. He's a fart. fart. Okay. (laughs) He's made of farts. So- uh, now we go into the episode ranking. This is just our per- our personal no. opinions on our favorites. Hold on, Michael. We're getting there. Um, <laughs> sorry, you had a toenail stuck to the bottom of your foot. Ew, why are you leaving toenails around <laughs> here? Uh, I'm sorry. I, may- I don't know. Might have just gotten away from me. <laughs> no, it's just, just ran away. I specifically, like, um, bit my nail off and then just spit it at your foot and it might have... No, I didn't do that. I'm just... Oh. That's a joke. But, like... Can you imagine a spit at your foot and it's stuck to the bottom? My face is up here. Oh, God. The toenail to the eye. (laughs) Spit on me, daddy. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Our ranking for the episode. Yeah. Our personal favorites. Guys, do we like the Whispering Walls more than the Dark Dragon? No. No. Really? Dark Dragon is a masterpiece. Then why is it at the bottom, Michael? It is the pinnacle of cinema. (laughs) <laughs> I don't even remember what the Dark Dragon was. Uh, the it's one- the one where the dude took the potion to make him look better, but he also turned into an asshole, and he wanted to date this other girl. But and they the turned other girl into a fucking a boy. like gremlin, but they called it a dragon. I don't fucking mm-hmm. know. The one with Sardo. No, Mister Accent on the dough. Oh, 
That's yeah, what got yeah. it. No, it was the it was the uh, the potion thing. Yeah, the potion, the potion for Kuzco. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, this one's fucking sucked. So I would like to. So whispering walls is now. Hold at on, the... hold on, hold on. I I would like to put forward a vote to reevaluate to the Dark Dragon. Uh, Jordan, are you down with that? Do you want to do that? To what? Reevaluate Dark Dragon. Are you good with where it stands after watching it? Um, the the. the... Tell the Dark Dragon. You know, I think it should stay at the fucking bottom. Okay! No. Garbage. All right, well, well, Dark Dragon is now second from the bottom because the bottom just got taken by the Whispering Walls. Wow, I can't believe... I can't believe Hungry Hounds and Twisted Claw are above these. Because I'd rather watch e- like Dark Dragon or Whispering Walls above Hungry Hounds or Twisted Claw. Brandon, would you like to reevaluate? No, it has to be an unanimous vote, and I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm just not going to do I'll it. Ask it in next week. <laughs> ask again next week. No, I think it should. I think we should stay like where we leave them for the episodes. Like it has to be an in the moment thing, kind of, or else we could, or else we'd just be redoing them all all the time. All right, damn. Uh, I didn't think Whispering Walls would be that low, but all right. Villain ranking, we have Master Raymond. No. Master Bateman. (laughs) Now, to be fair, this guy has just stolen people for the... I've always wondered this. Why is, like, the fucking immortal villain motivation just to stay alive? Like, that's all they do. They're scared of death. I guess, I guess, because it's always just kind of like, oh, I'm going to steal this person so I can steal their life force so I can stay alive. It's like, okay, but what are you doing? Like, what are you doing with that life? Are you just kind of chilling? Because, like, you can... It just doesn't make sense to me. Just die. Like, just kick it, man. Like, If I were immortal, like, and I had to steal people's lives in order to keep my immortality... I would be doing something productive for mankind. Exactly. He like can't even renewable keep up- energy source, fix hunger, shit like that. Like, these people's lives are not going to go to waste just because I'm scared to die. Just, and, like, this dude can't even keep up this fucking house. You kidding? Like, right? Come on, man. He spent but, all that time making that cake to lure in the next person. But they did mention during the episode, you know, oh, hey... They're only there because it is a full moon on the leap year. So they go back to wherever they came from. I don't after know. It, I don't know. I'm assuming. It makes no fucking sense. But like they were all from the same time period, it looked like. So was it just that rare? Is this the first time it happened? Is Raymond some kind of cosmic being? We don't fucking know. And Why is just... Cthulhu in my bathtub? <laughs> and I also don't think the writers did either. They were just like, all right, I guess this works. Ship it out. The little Canadian children were fine. They took too much gack. Oh, God. Master Eamon, was he a better villain than the Faceless Aliens? No. I would say yes, actually. Yeah, wow. he was a villain-wise, yeah. Yeah, because the Faceless Aliens, I don't think... Faceless like... Aliens were more entertaining. Yeah. yeah, but they weren't villains. Yeah, this is a villain ranking. Then why are they even on the villain ranking if we they weren't villains? We needed a villain! We did not! We did! We have skipped having villains before, Brandon. We can't do it every time. We can't do it every time. Then you can't keep saying Anta- they weren't villains! But they were antagonists. They were the antagonists. That is basically what this is, right? If we can have a, if we can have a fucking... To, to the children, they were technically villains, but... Until the very end, yeah, because they didn't fucking know, but like... Yeah. Is Master Raymond a better villain than the bank robber from Frozen Ghost? I'd say yes. Yeah, villain-wise, yeah. Or antagonist-wise, even, yeah. 
Are you mad that you actually agree? No. You don't agree? I do not agree. All right, well, it's going up anyway. Cause... I love how aggressive <laughs> Michael's so, so done with our bullshit. <laughs> it's like, guys, you... Like, how aggressive was that? No. Have you been hit upside the head with a baseball bat? Was Master Raymond a better antagonist slash villain than Zebo the Clown from Laughing in the Dark? No. I'm, not, I'm also going to say no on this one. Every time you say Master Raymond, you get to rut, and I think you're going to say Roshi. <laughs> That's funny. I thought after me and more. Why did I almost call you fucking Morgan? Jesus, Jordan. Look, look. <laughs> Who the I get fuck called, is Morgan? You want to call me Morgan? There's a lady at work that calls me Logan. <laughs> what the fuck? I, thing is, like, that's nowhere near your name, and I haven't known a Morgan since I was in elementary school. Yeah. What the fuck? Anyway, I think I was going with Jordan and the combination of Master Raymond. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, I thought me and you were going to say no, and then Mike was going to say, you know what? Yes, he is. <laughs> Better villain than Zebo the Clown. No, but so Master no. Raymond's third from the bottom. Cool. Well, guys, that's basically the end of our show. Do you guys have anything you'd like to recommend to our listeners tonight? I'm trying to think if I do or not. You guys need a second? I got some. Yeah, you go ahead. All right. Uh, ch- uh, you guys know how much I love board games and shit. Mm-hmm. Well, I would like to recommend a YouTube channel called Geek and Sundry. I love them. Yeah. They're awesome. They do a lot of different board game stuff. And, and the ones I like to watch are them explaining board, like how board games play and stuff. Um, hold on. I have, I have their playlist for that saved. Let me just... Yeah, how to play Geek and Sundry with... What is her fucking name? I'm forgetting her name, but like she's awesome and she always does them. Becca Scott. Yeah, with Becca Scott. Um she's really fun at explaining it. Um I, it's just it's 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 a fun little channel if you like board games like I do. So go check go check out Greek Greek fuck Jesus. Go check out Geek and Sundry. All right. <laughs> Greek and Sundry. Greek and Sundry. Greek and sun-dried tomatoes. All right, anybody else got anything they want? Uh, if you like phone games, I recommend the game Cats and Soup. Oh, that's right. You did get a new phone game. Yes, it is a idle game. I think that's what they're called. Yeah. And basically, you just, you, you're taking care of a bunch of cats in the woods, and they make soup. I love that. And uh, you can fish to give them fish and uh, increase your level with them. When you were telling me about that, I was telling Dahlia, and she was like, you can't let me buy that game. <laughs> no, the game is free. I know, but you can't let me get that game, because, like... like... I've only bought one thing so far, and that's umbrellas for them, because it makes me sad when they get rained on. Oh. Yeah. They're so cute. I love it. What's up, Jordan? Nothing. I was finding some recommendation. Oh, I thought you had one already. Cause... I do. Oh, you do? Okay, go ahead. Yeah, that's what, that's yeah. what it was. Um... So I recommend Sunroom Ceramics yeah. on uh, TikTok. Her name's Jessica, and she makes ceramics in her sunroom. Oh, I that's st- cool. Yep. I uh, started watching it because she was doing uh, like casts, like slip casts. Okay. Um, During the Christmas time, and it was, she had like one of those old um, ceramic trees that usually you can bore out the little holes to put the little... Sun, they're the little light things. Oh, yeah, those? Okay, yeah. yeah I know she had, like, like, an old those. one of those. Those are adorable. And she, had, she, she, like, comes up with a bunch of different stuff, and she paints different uh, ceramics she makes. Like, here's some mushroom plates that she does. 
Oh, mushrooms. There you go, Michael. I do like mushrooms. All right. I, I do love a good ceramic. Ooh. Oh, that is adorable. Yeah. You didn't like the so, color? So she comes those, up with yeah. a couple different colors. Um, so what'd you say this one was again? Um, uh, this is, uh, Sunroom sun Ceramics. Sunroom sun Ceramics. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, this may have been a little bit shorter than our last one, and the next one may also be a little bit shorter because usually our first episode of the recording is when we get everything off our chest. And we will see you in the next episode next week. Stay creepy and bye. Oh no. It's throbbing. 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 Oh, did y'all hear? Justin Roiland got arrested. <laughs> <laughs>